Welcome to the Cry Mitt Mode Podcast. A combination of our names. I'm Kippy Mitt. And I'm Rybert Mode. If you like consistency, then go somewhere else. Because this podcast is ever-changing. Hello! Yeah. As we said in the intro, welcome to the Mitt Mode podcast again. Yes, welcome. This week. Again. <laughs> this week is unconventional when you compare it to the other two weeks, as every episode has and will hopefully continue to be. There is no warning for this one, so. Oh, yeah, no warning. That's, that's looking up. Yeah, <laughs> we're starting off on a good foot without having to give a trigger warning at the beginning. This week, we're doing a. Thing we should have probably done for the first episode. Time to get to know us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a getting to know us. Who the hell are we as an episode? The thing that I think is really funny about doing a getting to know us episode number three is that there's just been two episodes where some random people have talked about a sci-fi movie and an anime. So if anyone's <laughs> listening to this, just they're like, yeah, these two random people just decided to talk about Movies and shows, I guess? And now we're here. Mm-hmm. Talking about ourselves. So if you've listened to the first two episodes, forget them immediately. Listen to this episode, you know, get to know us, and then go back and listen to the first two episodes as if they're the second and third ones. Yes, because if you know us, you might pity us a little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we really need. We need more pity. Uh, Pity listeners, please. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're basically introducing ourselves, doing a little podcast, talking about some things about ourselves. And then we're going to share a story that is basically just our identity at this point. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so let's get started. I, once again, am Rybert Mode, and you are... Kippy Mitt. Oh, you do remember your name. Great. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I was really curious. You hadn't said it in a while. <laughs> uh, so we are going to just tell you some things about ourselves. We're not going to answer the question why we think we should have a podcast, because obviously I think that's self-evident. All right, so... We have a lot of time. <laughs> Yay! That's, that's why anyone has a podcast. An abundance of free time. <laughs> now, I'm going to start by just saying some of our favorite things and... You know, I had this list beforehand, but did I think to prepare any of my answers for it? No. No, no, I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't even look at the questions. Didn't even look at the question. All right, so we're going to start out with our favorites. Uh, favorite book. You have a favorite book? So, I guess this is a really good point to start off on. Hmm. I do not have a favorite book right now because I have, like, six books on the go, all half-read. And uh, I'll let you know. Which one's my favorite when I finish one? <laughs> I have a very difficult time saying what my favorite book is, as I will with all of these things, because I love so many things and books. So I'm going to just have to go with, yeah, what the hell? Uh, Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut is my favorite book for the sake of this game. Uh, Kurt Vonnegut is at least my favorite author, so, you know, you actually get some something real there, but... Favorite book that probably changes on a near daily basis. All right. Hopefully a bit less subjective. A favorite color. What is your favorite color, Rye? Pink. 
But I knew that. <laughs> you, you did. And uh, my favorite color is pink. But when I was going into elementary school, my mother convinced me that it was red. It, like, basically made me... like. With, she wasn't, like, mean about it. She was like, no, you really like the color red, Ryan. It's your favorite. Uh, and it's because she was afraid I would get bullied if pink was my favorite color. And uh, for a long time, I, I thought my favorite color was red until I realized it, it was still pink. Do you know what my favorite color is? Blue. Nope. What? Nope. What's your favorite color, then? We had this conversation, like, a week ago. Oh. Well... <laughs> It's like an emerald foresty green. Mm. We l- we literally had <laughs> this conversation a week ago. I uh, <laughs> I suppose in the getting to know you episode, it's appropriate we find out that I have the worst memory in the world for conversations I've had with people. Yeah, I just don't remember. I talk to people and then I walk away, and five minutes later, I have no idea what. I, I have no idea. I have no idea what anyone said. There we go. Perfect. All right. What's your favorite movie? Oh, God. Why did I make these questions? Uh, favorite movie has got to be... Do, 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 do. Uh, all right. Let's go with, for the time being, my favorite movie is Inside Lewin Davis by the Coen Brothers. Because it's extremely depressing and it's about the artists who don't make it. And wow, is that not relevant to my life at all. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie, you know my favorite movie. Yeah. What is it? Life of Pi. It's Life of Pi. Yeah. Why is it your favorite movie? It's, first of all, it has a tiger in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very simple answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it takes an interesting look on religion. And I found it very interesting. Yeah. As well as the book. I had not seen the movie until we started dating. I had no idea. Didn't... I, I knew I knew the basic premise and I knew the twist at the end, but I really liked it. Okay, it's also just very beautiful. Ah, uh, favorite video game. Okay, um, <laughs> you can go first. I can go first. Okay, my favorite video game is a 2005 uh, Russian ar- first-person RPG called Pathologic, where you you choose to be one of three doctors coming to a step town that is about to have a huge plague break out in it. Pathologic 2 is also one of my favorite. I've kind of put them both together. They are my favorite things made by human beings, probably. How about you? Well, I love the game Tanks on the Wii. Uh, on the game we play. So you like... Yes. You like a game inside of a game. Yes. That is the only video game we've played outside of streaming together recently. That is, is the... Tanks. Yep. That is the only video game I actually want to play. Mm. So. Uh, I suppose this is a great time to, to mention that on Twitch we stream together sometimes. Every second Friday and I make you play games you'll probably hate. Yeah. I mean, if you like watching pe- people struggle mm-hmm. on figuring out how buttons work... I actually, out of curiosity, of those games we've played, uh, which I'll quickly refresh your memory: Asura's Wrath, Katamari Forever, Monster Prom, and actually, I think that's it. Which of those was your favorite? Uh, <laughs> they all kind of—they're a thing. Uh-huh. Um, I will say, I absolutely despised the monster one. Monster Prom, that game—it yeah. was weirdly sexual. It was. 
very... And a lot of reading, and I did not have my glasses. Yeah. Yeah, Monster Prom. I I thought I'd like it. I didn't. Uh, all right. Favorite sport? Oh, that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite sport? I mean, I only play one now, so I guess I have to say it's pickleball, because I don't play any other sports. I love soccer. Mm-hmm. Or football. Mm-hmm. Football. Great. Uh, oh, obvious one that I missed. What's your favorite animal? Well, um, it's a tiger. Yeah. Any tiger. Any and all tigers. If you could see the room we're in. Actually, this room doesn't have many tigers. Our house. It's our living room. Our mm. living room has just pictures of tigers. Everywhere. It has many pictures of tigers. And tiger stuffed animals. Yeah. And I think a few blankets with tigers on them. I don't think so. Mm. No? We have at least one blanket with a tiger on it. No, we have a towel. Mmm. It's not tiger a towel. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite animal is the penguin, <laughs> the noble oh. emperor penguin. And in case you didn't know, penguins do have knees. So take that. There you go. People claiming penguins. Do. People really invested in <laughs> whether or not penguins have knees on the internet. You've probably already Googled it, but I'm confirming. Are Are there any other favorite things that we should discuss? Anything I missed? Nope, let's... Favorite food. Oh, Mm. what's your favorite food? Oh, it's uh, Vietnamese pho is my favorite food. (laughs) I really thought you were just swearing for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you not not noticed how many restaurants really make their... uh, their naming choice based on what kind of uh, pun they can make. I have seen a place called Fucking. I I have seen that. Mm. I think on a meme. Uh, well, my favorite food is very very simple. Um, it is only best in December, and it is the pomegranate. <laughs> the stately pomegranate. Uh, yeah, you. The amount of pomegranates I eat during the month of December. She will buy eight packs of them and eat all of them before they go bed. Just every night, she will she has this giant wine glass that has uh, little depictions of cherry blossom trees on them. And she fills this massive wine glass with pomegranate seeds and will just eat them over the course of an entire night. With a tiny spoon. Tiny with a tiny spoon is very <laughs> yeah, if you were... important. If 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 Hades had dragged you to the underworld, you would just be there forever. I mean, if you're supplying pomegranates, why would I leave? Mm. And they got dogs. <laughs> well, they have dog. <laughs> they have one dog that has three heads. <laughs> <laughs> There's a plural there. <laughs> okay, they have dogs in hell. <laughs> Not that they should be, but anyway. <laughs> All right, favorite comfort food. It's just pomegranates. Well. Let's say, okay, what would you have for dinner if you had had a really rough day and you could have anything in the world? Like, you could just have... Probably a good bowl of soup. Mm, I'm a soup person. Out of a mug, specifically. Mm -hmm. Mug soup. I would have... I would have oven-roasted chicken thighs and rice. That would be my comfort food. And I would eat way too many chicken thighs. That's a lot of chickens. Yeah. (laughs) It is quite a few chickens. Great. Moving on, we're going to just give three random facts about ourselves. So I'll start with one, and then you you can do another. 
Yeah. Yeah, one at a time. Great. Uh, I suppose I should say the things I mainly do are write comedy and act. Those are the types of jobs I tend to have. Um, my jobs vary of all types. Mm-hmm. So I won't tell you my jobs, but I will say I pick up a lot of hobbies. I very much like to collect hobbies. Which hobbies do you have? Just a few. Uh, I embroider. I paint. I play three instruments. Um. Oh, yeah, you made the theme song for this show. I did. Yeah, that was that was you. That was me. Uh, yeah, you made the theme song to the show. Yeah, you're really good. You write a lot of music. I, I do write music. Mm-hmm. All Just right. for fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fact number two about me. I got kicked out of Walmart last year in a very polite way, where they were very polite when they were kicking me out, and I was very polite while I was getting kicked out, because I had a job that basically made me solicit in a Walmart to have people be in a movie. And if anyone knows anything about most businesses, let alone Walmart, you're not supposed to do that. So someone caught me doing that. For my job. And they said, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I responded with, I understand completely. Have a good day. (laughs) And then I left Walmart. So I feel like that reveals a lot about me. Yeah. I'm trying to rack my brain with like something that matches that about me. Yeah. It doesn't have to match. It can just be anything. No, I know. But, hmm. You ever been kicked out of somewhere? Oh, okay. Um, so you've been kicked Kicked out of Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I think it was grade 11. I was kicked off a public bench by one of the lunchtime supervisors. <laughs> they, like, left campus to walk over and tell me I couldn't sit there. Um, which was really sad because I was just sitting there reading. And mm-hmm. she told me to leave. But it wasn't on school property. So. I think the very funny thing about that is, are not public benches for the public? Well, it was a bus bench, Mm -hmm. so her thing was is you need to get off because it's okay if you sit there because you're not doing anything. But if I let you sit there, other kids are going to start fooling around there. Mm. But there's a sign that also says the bus hours, and it wasn't the bus hours, Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't on school property. Yeah, it sounds like a pointless (laughs) exertion of power to me. Uh... So, yeah, I guess that's something I got kicked away from. Yeah, you got kicked off a bench once. (laughs) For being very disruptive and sitting by myself. Sitting on a bench reading. How dare you? Uh, Okay, Uh, my last one. Uh, I didn't have any idea what to say. Uh, So I wrote initially, I have eaten cake, which is a true statement, but probably not particularly revealing about myself. So I have then adapted it to be about uh, living in the mountains live in the mountains i mean you you do too we live in the same spot we live in the same <laughs> spot we live if, you, if you've ever read a cozy mystery imagine the town a cozy mystery is set in with a lot of winter and that's basically where we live or imagine a movie like wrong turn <laughs> <laughs> the hills have eyes <laughs> depends which way you want to look at it um right we also have Three kitty cats. We have three kitty cats. We got a kitty cat two days ago. Yes, and with our luck, all our kitty cats have issues. <laughs> yeah, all of our cats. Uh, we're going to get into this into this uh, in more detail, but 
We had a cat. We got our first cat, Baisley. She had a bit of a problem. It's a lot better now, but she had a problem where she would pee on things. Uh, we got another cat. Well, how how did Baisley get her name? <laughs> Baisley. Uh, Baisley got her name because we were trying to think of names. When we were picking her up at the at the pet store, she was a well, she was a rescue, but uh, a pet store essentially hosts pets from a local shelter. Uh, like kind of cycles them in and out so people have more exposure and can possibly adopt them. So we, we found her in a pet store. Her name was Daisy. But uh, my father has a dog named Daisy. So mm-hmm. I thought that was too many Daisies. Too many Daisies. She, she was pretty... She was around like 11 months when we got her, right? Baisley? Yeah. They said 10 months. No, they said 8 months. But then they also told us it could very well be 4. And it was... She was... She didn't grow very much. No, so. she's tiny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's... The, so we, we get this cat, Daisy. We see her. We fall in love with her. We don't have a place to put her yet, so she ends up staying in your sister's room for a, a month while we get a house. And uh, yeah, we get Daisy, but we don't want to call her Daisy. And we don't want to change her name too drastically, because... She's she... gotten used to it, probably. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I suggested the name Paisley. With a P. With a P. <laughs> uh, but... Kmit heard me say Baisley with a B, which is interesting because Paisley is a word. Uh, as far as I know, Baisley is not a word. But I immediately was like, oh my gosh, I love the name Baisley. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't get to name things often. <laughs> Usually the names I pitch are not very good and are pretty much like I say one and we'll both be like, nah. Uh, so, I was kind of just excited that I got to name the cat, uh, so I didn't tell her, I didn't tell you that you had misheard what I was saying. Until, like, a week later. Yeah, a week later, I was like, oh yeah, I suggested Paisley, but, you know. Yeah, I was just thrilled that I got to name something, it was awesome. Uh, okay, then we have, so, we have Baisley, peeing problem. And she's a little deformed. Yeah. She, she's got really high back. She was definitely like... We, what we describe her as is an inbred junkyard cat. Well, also because the place that we rescued from usually has junkyard cats. Yeah, usually they are actually getting cats who are abandoned at junkyards. So yeah, she is, she's very interesting. I don't think she knows she's a cat. She loves dogs. Thinks she's a dog. Doesn't she wants matter. to hang out with dogs. Hates cats. Doesn't matter what dog, she immediately falls in love with them. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's a really mean dog, she wants to be friends with it. Uh, yeah, so she she she's not a cat. She doesn't know what she is. Uh, never stops meowing. But yeah, so we have Baisley. She has a pee problem. We have another cat, Moki. A Maine Coon named Moki. And he's going to be the main focus of our story. Yeah. Uh, but to not gild the lily too much, Moki had a problem with... With diarrhea. He actually had a sickness for a while. Mm-hmm. Tritrichomonas? Tritrichomonas is yeah. the name of the sickness, and it is a very contagious sickness that is happening more and more in breeding places. Yeah, cats, cows as well. Yeah, it's cats and cows, which was kind of random. Yeah, it's weird that it's those two animals, huh? Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so he had tritrichomonas. One of the main symptoms of tritrichomonas is diarrhea. So we have Baisley. Kitty, you had a bit of a problem with peeing on things. We have our main coon that we named... Moki. M-O-K-I. And his problem was poop. We have our third new cat. We, we just have... got him. His He's a little toyger. It's adorable. Um, and his name is Hobbs. Looks like a tiger. I mean, what could we do? Yeah. And within a day of getting him... Well, actually, I should I should say a joke that I made when we knew we were getting a third cat, getting this third toyger, is that we had we had a we had a pee cat, we had a poo cat. There's only one pee left, and that's gonna be a puke cat. Because neither of our cats really puke all that much, honestly. Barely at all. So we get we get Hobbs. Cute little like four month old toyger. Four months old. Four months old. He's adorable he's so small. So sweet. And within 24 hours of getting him, he just starts throwing up uncontrollably. He threw up eight times in two hours, I believe. Yeah, and we are not, because we live in our little cozy town, Mm -hmm. we are about an hour away from a vet, Mm -hmm. and the roads are horrible. We had a snow warning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we had a snow warning, uh, but in kind of a panicked state, we just, we bit the bullet and drove this kitten into town because, you know, he's throwing up everywhere. In conclusion, Rymode jinxed us into the three P's of cat purgatory. Mm-hmm. Pee, poo, puke. But yeah. everything seems on the ups now. Yeah, he seems to be getting better. He got some medication. <sighs> Hopefully this doesn't last as long as, well, as long as the story we're about to tell you. So, let's just go for it. Mm-hmm. We really wanted a Maine Coon. I have always wanted one. Mm-hmm. And now that we have a home, I decided it was time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we realized that there was... Well, Maine Coons, they're pretty hard to find. You were looking for a while and you couldn't find a ton of reliable breeders, right? Well, so something I have a hard time with is trusting the internet, as everyone but I go a step further where everyone is lying forever in my brain. <laughs> um, and so it took a while to find one that actually had certification and that did the right testing. And they happen to be very far away. Mm-hmm. They uh, happen to be. I don't think it's revealing too much to say that we live on, not on, but we live close to one of the coasts of North America. Yep. We actually let's just say Canada. We, we live on one of the coasts of Canada, second biggest country in the world. We live, if you look at a map, mm-hmm. in BC, yeah. British Columbia, Canada. Mm-hmm. And this cat was in Ontario. Ontario, which to our, we were looking at our stats. Apparently, Americans have listened to this. In case you don't know, Ontario is on the other side of Canada. Yes, and um, my. Part of my brain that says, let's be spontaneous, said, let's go on a car trip. And I planned out eight days specific, like very yeah, eight specific. Eight days of like 10 hour driving. Uh, and I had, ro- my work was wrapping up for the summer. So I, I thought, what the heck? This sounds fun. And. <sighs> <laughs> so we went. We went. We left BC. Yeah. We got out of BC. We got all the way to Alberta, in fact. Yeah. And we just started leaving. We started leaving a city. We started leaving a city. We yeah. were 
not... We were about an hour out. We were about an hour out. And uh, this might actually be an appropriate time to introduce the villain of this story. The Vroomicle. The Vroomicle is what we call our car. Now, I'm going to... It is a GMC Acadia. 2009 GMC Acadia. If you have a GMC below 2010, Mm -hmm. it's about time. It's about your timing chain? (laughs) Is that what you were going for? No. I was going to like point at you and change your timing chain. Yeah, change your timing chain. It's time to change your timing chain. You don't... When these things break, the recommendation is to get rid of your engine. Like, get a new engine. Basically, get a new car if your timing chain breaks. Uh, So, we're in the middle of a highway. mm -hmm. It's like... 6 30 a.m yeah the sun is coming up yep and we just barely because once the timing chain breaks, it happens very fast Mm -hmm. the chain breaks it hits a whole bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. in very simple terms and the car just shuts down immediately yeah uh we had we were going about 110 kilometers an hour suddenly we hear this clunk the accelerator no longer works on the car I move us over to the edge of the highway, put on the hazards, and at that point, the steering also locks up. And, uh, yeah, we stop the car. If we, When we try to turn it on again, it doesn't turn over. We don't know yet that the timing chain is broken, but actually, it'll be quite a while before we find that out as well. Yep. Um... So, yeah, we break down. We get a friend to come out to give us uh, their AMA so we can get towed to the nearest mechanic. Thank goodness they were in the town that we had just left. Yes. We were yeah, like an we hour far out. away from that town. But yeah, we're an hour out. We get the car taken to a mechanic. It's the weekend, so we just have to leave a note. We leave a note. Uh, thankfully, I had a lot of family in the area. Mm-hmm. Rymode also had a lot of friends, so we had like a whole team. Yeah. Very lucky because the next province over we had... No one. In fact, uh, all the rest of those provinces, uh, we had no one. We we really were close to all the people. I at least I know in Canada. You know a few more people from all over, but yeah. Uh, so uh, one of my aunties actually picked us up mm-hmm. and drove us to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Actually, they drove us to the cabin because my other auntie was having a birthday party that day. Yeah. I think it was actually her birthday. It was her birthday, yeah. So we got to surprise her. Yeah. So that was that was fun. That was that was very fun. After the weekend, we went back to the house, to my grandparents' house, made some calls. Mm-hmm. And uh we yeah, we got in touch with the mechanic. Another mechanic had worked on our car for a bit and uh we believe they might have been, you know, dealing with the parts that broke, so it might be under warranty. So we were back and forth with our old mechanic and the new mechanic working on the car. And this is when we enter the stage I'd like to call purgatory. Where we're told they are going to look at the car Mm -hmm. in two days. Mm -hmm. We also, so we spent quite a bit of money, like two months prior to this on our car. Yeah, we just fixed it it up. Stranded us again Mm -hmm. before this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we, we were just talking to all the mechanics um, and then Wednesday came around. That was Monday. Wednesday, yeah. So so Wednesday came around. They said they'd look at it in two days. We call them on Wednesday, and what do we hear? They're going to look at it in two days. 
I guess it's worth mentioning, a week before we dropped off our car, the mechanics place had a couple issues and they weren't working out of their main building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were... They were definitely overburdened. They had way too many projects to work on, and they didn't have the space to actually work on all of them. Uh, Which is, you know, it's understand. You can't control circumstances like that. Um, We did end up being stuck in Alberta for two months. Yep. In my grandparents' lovely home. Yeah. And they were very nice to have us. They actually let us... Before we knew we were going to be stuck, we thought we would just fly the kitten... Where we were, mm-hmm. and then drive it home. Surely it can't take more than a few weeks, was our assumption. So we get our kitten. Two weeks into our waiting, and we're like, can't be more than two weeks from now to get home. We find out he is severely sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we now have to register this kitten in a different province. Yeah. To get him checked out. Yeah. Uh, this kitten, by the way, he is having, like, attacks of diarrhea every few hours, basically. We are in a small room with him. Yeah. And he is just destroying the room. Yeah. He is going to the bathroom everywhere, on the bed when we're sleeping. Uh, we find out very quickly his pattern is he uses a litter box once, and then he will not use that litter box again. So we have two. So if he would use the litter box, we would essentially have to clean it immediately because there's a chance that within five minutes he would need to use it again. And if the litter box had not been cleaned in that time, he would just go on the floor. That included if he peed in a box. He actually still has this habit where if he pees in a box, he goes to another one to do the rest. But he doesn't go on the floor anymore, thank goodness. Yes. But yeah, so we were trapped in a small room with with a diarrhea cat. For a month and a half, uh, we broke down at the end of September, and we didn't leave until mid-November. Yeah, and that was... We had not had our house very long. Nope. So, it was going to be our first Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. and our first Halloween. Oh, yeah. First Halloween really hurt. I was so excited to hand out candy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we we were just... We were stuck... Every few days we would call, or like, we would call the mechanic every day a lot of the time. We'd miss a few days, but... We were actually dealing with both mechanics, and yeah. we came to an agreement, which was great, because... Yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> one, our, one, our earlier mechanic did uh, ultimately stand by their work and actually paid for our car to be fixed, which yes. was fantastic. It was... It was a very long period of time. I feel like both of us are still mentally there. I think this is just our lives now. We're never gonna... (laughs) So, I was actually texting our first mechanic, and one thing that really stuck with me was that he texted and said, I hope your guys' relationship is strong. And I mean, it must be, because we're still together somehow, right? Despite being locked in a small room with a diarrhea cat for a month and a half. Yeah. Almost two months. And he wasn't, the whole drive home after, mm-hmm. he wasn't feeling great either. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing good when we got home. He wasn't using his boxes or anything. No, this poor cat has had a really rough time. Uh, there are also lots of complications with the medication. So it was very scary time. But he is full recovery now. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do we have anything else to say about our story from Alberta, a thing? 
I was talking to two people last night, and the degree to which this has taken over our identity, I was telling people we had gotten... First of all, someone asked how Moki was doing, and I said, oh, Moki's he's gotten a lot better. He's actually doing fine now. And then I was like, we do have another cat. I just got We'd just gotten back from the long drive, taking them to and from the vet. And I was like, well, we have another cat. We got him yesterday. He's sick now, uh, and he's throwing up. And I've just realized I'm the person... I've become a person who, when I leave the house, all I have to talk about is how the cats are doing. Yeah, I would say coming from a small town and not leaving the house, so I'm just surrounded by Rymode and the kitties. Mm-hmm. Um, We're both trying to find work from home. When I think I can speak for you too. When I when we go out into public, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that we will bring up our cats. Mm-hmm. We will bring up this traumatic story. Mm-hmm. And if they're from the city, we will say, oh, I'm from a smaller town. <laughs> I mean, I think you are more that one. I, I still probably identify as a city boy. Fair enough. But I've definitely heard you say, oh, I'm from. Um... Oh, when describing where I live to people. It just comes up in conversation. Like, people don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. You just say, like, oh, you know, when they're talking about it snowing a lot, you're like, yeah, roads are pretty bad. I'm from smaller town that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Just- oh, yes. in Yeah, if we're going into the city to talk and we, yeah, if people were like, God, it's bad out here, we can always pull the, well, it's worse where we live. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely, uh, try when going to the businesses in the slightly larger place we go to shop and stuff. I definitely always try to leave with them saying something along the lines of, good luck out there, be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, yesterday, the roads were really, it was really dangerous driving anywhere. Like, the roads were equally bad everywhere, kind of. And we would just go into stores, buy stuff, be like, yeah, our cat's sick. And now we have to drive back to our town. We have to be, make a trek. And they'd be like, oh my god, you're from that town? And we would be like, yeah, yeah, we are. They'd be like, safe travels, guys. Yeah, and that that's what got us home safe, I think. All the prayers. Yeah, <laughs> thoughts and <laughs> prayers got us home. Great. Right, so that's our very traumatic story. Yeah. And an introduction into our life yeah a time sink it literally a time we lost to two months of our life yeah that was actually purgatory yeah it was it, it was... we didn't we packed for eight days yeah so we had eight days of clothes and for me eight days of clothes especially if i'm being in a car all day means i have like three shirts we didn't have any hobby stuff nope <laughs> i had brought my laptop i didn't bring headphones so i couldn't like do there's there the, the nature of uh some work and stuff i do involves me having headphones and a microphone couldn't do that for two months that was yeah and you couldn't do any of the things you like so i just kind of existed in this room with this poor cat with this sick cat as we all got we got, we got more and more worried about it because he wasn't getting better and i think the main conversation we had for two months is the technical technicalities is that a word technical aspects technicalities yeah um of what is happening with our car yeah pretty much basically every day started with so this is what's happening now mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm really glad we're home 
I'm so I missed all my sweaters. Yeah. And basically. And I missed my video games. <laughs> God, that sounds pathetic. It's sad only a little boy. true. I am a sad boy. That's my whole thing. Hey, getting to know us. I'm the sad boy. Oh. You're the cute one. Aww. Okay. Uh, enough of that. It's not Valentine's episode anymore. No. Okay, so we were talking about having individual stories about getting stuck. Do you have one? Because I don't think I do. Um... I have a story of a time I did something while traveling that was very dumb. Until that. Yeah. Okay, but do you have a story or do you want to go first? I will come up with one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was, uh, you know, before COVID hit, I I used to be a a bit of a traveler. And I uh, traveled alone a number of times. And once, actually twice in fact, I traveled to Italy. I traveled there for school. I was taking essentially... Learning, taking learning. Uh, I traveled to <laughs> Tell Italy. Tell me about the learnings you were taking. I did a semester abroad in Italy. Uh. And I started it off in the most typical way for myself with a complete and utter stupid, stupid move. When I arrived in Italy, it had been a 10-hour flight. I didn't sleep on that flight because what I was trying to do, because I thought I was very smart, was I was trying to stay awake until it was nighttime in Rome so that I could just fall asleep at nighttime and I'd be so exhausted that I would fall asleep. (laughs) I would fall asleep in Rome and then kind of actually jumpstart, like start adjusting to the time change faster, you know? And you were going for learning? I was going for, I was going for learning for a month. And this is how you started it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... On a plane, trying to sync up with the... Yeah, with, with their time zone. Okay. So I was awake for 28 hours. Uh, 28 straight hours. Wait, wait, wait why, why is this a bad idea? Why are you looking at me like <laughs> no, I'm no, crazy? No, 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 go for okay. it. Okay, so yeah, I, I stayed awake for 28 hours. That's point... why, right there. Yeah, so <laughs> for some reason, I wasn't thinking super clearly when I landed. And I, I go to the... I go to the baggage claim and I see a black bag and I'm like, I have a black bag. <laughs> no! So I grab it and I walk away and I go get on the train into Rome. It's about 40 minutes to get into Rome and then I wander the streets dragging this black bag behind me uh, looking for my hostel. And I eventually find it. I, 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 get, I get my room. I go up, I I get ready to get comfortable and sleep, finally, thank God. Uh, I get up, climb up onto my top bunk, put my bag in it, open it up, and realize it's full of women's underwear. (laughs) Pretty much just women's underwear. And only at this point do I actually look at the bag I took. And would you believe it, it's not mine. What? It doesn't even remotely look like mine, (laughs) besides being... Black. That's it. That's the only thing in common. They're different shapes, different sizes. How I didn't notice dragging it behind me. Also, like, at some point you'd think I would have picked up on the fact that this was not my bag. So I go back to the airport. Okay, I was just going to ask, do you return it? Yeah, of course I do. (laughs) I'm not a monster. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're the villain of this story. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So I go back to the airport. I send my mom, who is, it's like, it's, it's the dead of night. In, in where, where, where they are. I said my mom, like, a very panic, like, Mom, I stole someone's baggage. 
<laughs> because I am a child at heart. And I then go back to the airport. I walk up to the security people and I go, Hi! I stole someone's baggage by accident. What do I do? And, you know, it's a great idea to just walk up to uh, officials and be like, Hey, I stole something. Stole. That's the word I used. I used the word stole instead of accidentally took. And how did that go over? Oh, they were. They, they didn't even screen me. They were literally... <laughs> well, I feel like if you brought it back, they're I like... brought it back. In fact... Well, they didn't need to scream me because they were just like, just toss it back on the rotatey bit. And I did. I just threw it back there. And I was like, do you want my name or anything? And they were like, meh. Did you get your bag? Yeah, I got my bag. Because oh. uh, it turns out the person I stole from, God, I hope they got their bag back. The person I stole from was smart enough to not do that. You know? All right. What's, what, what's the moral of this story? Uh, Probably... Make sure that you are grabbing your bag when leaving an airport. I th I don't think there's, like, some deeper... And I think my idea of staying up for 28 hours was sound. And it would have worked had I simply paid a bit more attention near the end. That's more than a day. Yeah. Your brain gets sad. Yeah, my brain gets sad, but then it feels really good when it sleeps. That's, that's not how sleep works. It doesn't... Yeah. You don't just... the. So, have you thought of a story where you got stuck somewhere? Um, I decided to... Mine's an almost got stuck somewhere story. Ooh. And I decided to match your travel theme. Mm -hmm. I was 18 when I did my first solo travel and only solo travel. Uh, because then the world shut down not too long after that. Yeah, not too long. Something like that. I went to Vietnam. By myself. I had planned to go to Nepal. I had my whole plan written out. And then when I booked my ticket, I saw Vietnam and I booked my flight to Vietnam, knowing nothing about the country. Um, anyway, so I get there. Everything's as dandy as it can be. Um, <laughs> as dandy as it can be. I, I started in the north and headed all the way down to the south. Now I'm... At the time, I was new to travel. I come from a town that has a very, very small population. Like, very small. Under 500 people. And then I sent myself to Vietnam with many, many, many people. That's a lot of people in Vietnam, yeah. So my social anxiety went straight through the roof. So everything I did was through sheer panic. I booked... I would get a little, go drinking a little bit, and then I would <laughs> get up the courage to go book bus tickets. <laughs> While drunk, that's how you do it. Yeah, well, I wasn't, like, super drunk, because I was alone, so I had to be, like... Yeah, you I were tipsy. Yeah, I just had to, like, have enough to know that I had confidence, you know? Yeah. And so I'd work myself, but then in my, I don't know what was happening in my head, but I, I would think, like, while I'm booking this ticket... I'm going to book it for early mm -hmm. because I want to get things done. Oh, yeah. Morning me was not so happy with night me. Um, and that trend happened for a little bit until I booked one. Well, actually, so I booked it and I confirmed with them. They said, yep, this is the only receipt you need to get on the bus. And I was like, perfect, great. 
The next day, the van picks me up, drives me to the middle of nowhere, drops me off, and then the bus comes. Like, just, I don't, this van just drops you off on this highway in the middle of nowhere. And then a bus pulls up and everyone starts getting on. And the guy won't take my receipt because he needs a ticket. But I don't have a ticket because they said I needed the receipt. Now, I also was tipsy, so I don't know. Anyway, everyone, <laughs> I can't tell you <laughs> what happened there. Um, but everyone else gets on the bus, and then he says the receipt is fine and lets me on. Then, because I don't want that happening again, when I book my next bus, it's a night bus. And I'm like, okay, I have all the things I need. I confirmed. I'm like, this is the thing. And they're like, uh, not the receipt, this piece of paper. This is all you need. That was perfect. Double checked. I'm like, I am sober sober this time. I am double checking. I am got all my T's crossed. Mm-hmm. Van picks me up, drops me off in the middle of nowhere at night. So now it's dark. Everyone starts getting on the bus and the bus driver will not take the piece of paper. So you crossed your T's, but you didn't dot your I's. I didn't dot. I, d- I didn't even know there were eyes to dot. <laughs> so he lets everyone and he keeps telling me to look but i know that i don't have any other papers like i'm like no no he's like do you have a receipt i'm like this is the only paper that i have it's not a ticket it's not a receipt i guess it was like just the destination thing i don't know he won't take it he's telling me to look everyone gets on the bus and everyone's waiting it's dark out i'm in the middle of nowhere and i'm this tiny little person young and dumb <laughs> and he says just just dig around in your bag so i just i'm like it's not in there and he's he's like just just look so i'm like digging around in my bag knowing it's not in there and this man waits till I get really far down. He goes, oh, perfect. Get on the bus. <laughs> and then just lets me on the bus. Aww. So I think he had to make it look like I was, I found, found my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was like, for the optics, I need... <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. <laughs> so I just was digging around in a bag, knowing I didn't have it. <laughs> Um, either that, I, I hate to say it, either that or you made a, another kind of payment for the, the bus fare in that he is a person who is really into watching people root around in bags. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could find a way to turn the face you just made into audio because it was like fear and anger and confusion all at once. You had so many emotions there. Anyway, so that's my travel stuck story of Wonderful. some type. We should do more travel stories. I like travel stories. I just don't have a good memory, so, you know, I don't really remember the rest of Italy the other time I was there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are our stories. Yep. I hope that you in some way enjoyed them. Now, what you're probably wondering, listening to three episodes of this podcast for some reason, uh, is... How come for these people who are doing random different things every episode, why don't they have names for them? I, I know that's what you're thinking. Yeah. So, for example, we were, we were just telling stories, but I feel like you 
the listener are thinking, why wasn't there a name for that? Why don't they have a name specifically for telling stories about themselves? Or do we? (laughs) (laughs) And now, uh, here is the point in the podcast where we're just going to say some of the topics that we are going to. To do, to cover in this podcast. We are not going to go into specifics. We're just going to give you the names. Yeah, we're just giving you a bunch of names of topics we will cover. And uh, this also is not the full list. It can always grow. In fact, if you have suggestions for things you'd like us to do, feel free to reach out and contact us. The email is cry.mit.mode at gmail.com. So, you want to go with the first one? Well, I think... So this episode mm-hmm. was called. Uh, well, the the section is uh, called "Our Life: A Random Existence" because we're telling stories about ourselves. Yes, and in these episodes, you get to know a little about us. Yeah, our life: a random existence is the name of this type. Uh, we also have an episode topic that I'm excited to do at some point: uh, the ballroom. We got Mitt Mode Page Turner Productions. We've got My Girlfriend's Not Gonna Like This. That is the first episode of Mint Mode. And there will be more. There will be more. I'm reading more of them. Okay. Well, do you want... I feel like the abbreviation for My Girlfriend's Not Gonna Like This is very important. Uh, My Girlfriend's Not Gonna Like This or (laughs) M-G-N-G-L-T? Yeah. (laughs) M-G-N-G-L-T. M-G-N-G-L-T. Okay. We have another theme called No Filter Zone. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, and then we have, my girlfriend's not going to like this, and neither will I. Uh, or, M-G-N-G-L-T-A-N-W-I. Which, that was our second episode. Yeah, second episode, when we when we watched Devil's Line. And we'll have another very self-explanatory one called, Let's Obtain Random Knowledge. If Again, if you have any others that you'd like to hear us talk about... Mm-hmm. Feel free to send them to us. Uh, please, if you're referring to my girl, girlfriend's not going to like this, or my girlfriend's not going to like this and neither will I, please use the abbreviations. It saves so much time. <laughs> there will be more in the future, probably, but for right now, those are our themes for our podcast. Yeah. And now, as always... I like to end podcasts with something dumb, usually a game or something at least vaguely playful, and you very kindly put up with that. Yeah. So, at the end of this podcast, we are going to ask each other some theoretical questions to see if, well, just to learn things about each other. There's always something to learn about each other, right? Okay, Mitt, would you rather hear every time someone is talking about you, like any time someone talks about you, you hear it? Mm-hmm. Um or to know with 100% certainty whenever some someone in a 100 meter radius is judging you. You know what? Mm-hmm. I like the second option more. Mm-hmm. Because I'm usually not around people. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty far away from most people. I just like the nightmare of being in a store and then just getting this like tingle and being like, "Oh no, that person's judging me right now." Mm-hmm. I wear a lot of big sweaters and only sweaters, so I feel like people just do that a lot. <laughs> so yeah. if they're judging me for my sweaters, I will I'll take it on. Okay. Okay, I want to see if this is I'm just throwing in random things. If the sensation that someone is judging you 
between it being a chill down your spine or a, like, flash of light in your eyes. Flash of light. Flash of light. No one's touching my spine. No Not one's even touching feels. your spine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have one for me? Yes. If you were a tea, what kind of tea would you be? Mm, that's a good one. I think I would be black tea because I'm kind of bitter. Oh. And like, yeah, I, I don't love black tea, so I suppose that's why I'd be it too. Oh. What kind of tea would you be? Uh-uh, that's not how this works, what? sir. Oh, we don't do it back and forth? No. Okay. Would you rather be the size of a mouse or the size of an elephant? Mouse. Yeah? Mouse, for sure. What would you do if you were found yourself, woke up one morning and found yourself the size of a mouse? And somehow the cat didn't kill you immediately. I'd live in the walls. Yeah? Would you want me to give you, like, cheese crumbs and stuff to stay alive? Just because I'm the size of a mouse doesn't mean I need to eat like a mouse. I'm pretty sure you want crackers and cheese from now on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. All right. Your go. Um, all right. If you could be any animal in the whole world, not necessarily your favorite animal. Mm. If you could be any animal mm -hmm. for a day, what animal would you be? For a day. I think it would be one of our cats. I'd want to know what it's like to be one of our cats. I think specifically what you're saying is you want to see what happens in Baisley's brain. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what's going on in Baisley's brain. Yeah, absolutely. I would, and I would choose to be Baisley. She's a real nut bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. You have the ability to time travel, but it's one day in which direction? Would you choose to time travel backwards a day or forwards a day? Probably forwards a day. Really? Yeah. Would you, is it because you just don't like waiting for things? or And you can, oh, by the way, within the 24-hour period, you can jump to, like, any point in that as well. You can't, It's not just like, well, 24 hours have passed. Um, well, I already know what happened yesterday. Mm. Um, and if I know what happens tomorrow, maybe I can be more productive. Yeah. Yeah. If, mm, I, if, I, if I go in the future and I go, wow, I did nothing that day. Well, here's the thing. That's a one day. That's it's a one way trip. Oh, it's a one day trip. You can't, oh. you, you can't go. You can't. So like, you can't jump back to the past and then back to the present. Oh, one way vice trip. Versa. Yeah. Well, then I just yeah go to the future. I'd catch up with myself. <laughs> Eventually, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, your go. If you could live on a teeny tiny little island by yourself, mm -hmm. what are three things you'd bring? Uh, is this. I'm going to need to narrow this down. I'm sorry. For, for example, if I bring an electronic device with me, will that electronic device continue to function? It's just an island. It's so, like, I'm on a deserted island, so I couldn't bring, like, my laptop and then have my laptop continue to work forever. Correct. Okay. That makes it a lot harder. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to... Is there... Do I know anything about this island beforehand, or am I going to just be put on a random island... I don't. Like, I don't know how you got there. It could have any there. amount of resources, or it could have nothing. Like it just. Yep, I know nothing. Okay, well, the first thing I'd probably bring then is something that helps me convert seawater to drinkable water. Good one. Uh, I would. 
It is a teeny tiny little island. Yeah. So if it's very small, it probably doesn't have fresh water on it. Yeah, yeah. So something to convert seawater to fresh water. I, I, uh, a desalinator, I think. I don't know if you can have a personal... De- like, you can... I know you can build one with, like, plastic sheets if you want. Hmm. But, like, a more kind of, like, hardy, sturdy uh, desalinator. I would bring, like, like a really heavy-duty tent that's also quite, like, spacious. Um, and, ah, see, if I don't know the climate, I don't know, like, because what I'd like to do is bring food that I can, so I can, like, subsistence farm. But if I don't know what the climate is, then I don't know what foods I can bring with me. So it might make more sense for me to have, like, fishing gear and, like, like, uh, things to catch fish. Because I at least know I'll have access to the ocean. But then I can't just live off fish and get mercury poison. Uh, Or are you in the middle of a big lake? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, imagine you're on this island and you, like, aren't drinking the water. You're so dehydrated and you accidentally, like, lick some of the water somehow and find out it's not salt. (laughs) So a random time to bring up the funniest thing in the world to me is in the comic book Watchmen. There is a sequence where there re- there's a comic book in-universe you can read called Tales of the Black Freighter. And there's a man who's, like, lost at sea. And at one point he says the line, You can survive for a day drinking seawater. And I always think, I always wanted to shout at that man, You can survive for three if you don't drink seawater. <laughs> you will live longer not drinking salt water. It's like in movies when people start drinking alcohol because it's the only thing they brought when mm. they're stranded. Mm. Okay, I, I, we are breaking format. I want to know. I have to know what you would bring on a deserted island with you. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, that's hard. I'd bring an instrument. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hobbies that aren't electronic. Yeah, so I'd bring an instrument. I would probably do the same thing with the water thing mm. if it was salt water. Mm-hmm. And then I'd bring a tiger to eat me because I don't want to stay on the island. (laughs) And then hopefully it survives somehow. I don't know. Okay, you can uh, travel to any time period for a single day. You can bring one thing back with you, but you can't, like, change events. Like, you'll if you take a thing, like, let's say you took a thing, hypothetically, and then you went back to your time period, that thing would still continue to exist in the past. It would also just happen to be with you in another version of it would exist with you in the present. So what time period would you go to? And if you take anything, what would you take? I can take anything. Anything, yeah. It can only be one, though. You can only take one of it. So if you were going back and taking grapes, you would take one grape. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. You can take a bundle of grapes. You know, within the bounds of reason. Yeah. And by within the bounds of reason, if you want to take, like, the Colossus of Rhodes, a giant statue in the bay, in a, in a Grecian bay, you can do that. You'll just have a giant single Colossus of Rhodes with you. I love how much you went into explanation. Yeah. Because I already have mine. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) I don't know the year. Mm. And I should, because I just read about it. Mm. Um, but I'd go back to see, first of all, the first philosopher... Okay. And then I'd bring him back and get him to talk to a psychologist. <laughs> so, wait, wait, okay. So, when you're talking about the first philosopher, are you talking about Socrates or are you talking about the pre-Socratic philosophers? Like, the guys who were theorizing that the world was made of fire or... Uh, specifically, psychology focus. Like, philosophers that are, like, talking about the brain. Mm. 
Okay. I feel like Socrates would be a good one to pick. Or Plato. Because those are the ones who... Maybe Plato. Yeah. Before before Socrates, philosophy, while, like, having interesting ideas, like, someone actually came up with the theory of atoms before Socrates. Uh, like, someone just kind of... They kind of came to the right conclusion through the wrong and uh, through the wrong methodology, but someone did theorize atoms. Whoa, whoa, Rye mode. Yeah, this isn't learning time. This isn't learning time. Yeah, I shouldn't talk about philosophers too much. I also can't remember any of their names, so I just sound like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'd bring like Plato back with you. Yeah, let's bring Plato back and then mm-hmm. give him a textbook on psychology. Okay. I and see what he thinks. <laughs> see if he like comes up with like philosophical things about it or if he's just like is this because also mm-hmm. learning learning quick quick second mm-hmm. um actually it's not really learning it's kind of basic knowledge. They <laughs> a lot of things that they talk about mm-hmm. at the time philosophers didn't know how to prove. Yeah. They yeah. just only knew how to talk. So it would be really fun to watch proven things be shown to someone who doesn't understand how to come up with methods to figure yeah, that who, out. Yeah, who, like, doesn't have the scientific method, doesn't have the, like, period of rationalism that kind of helped develop the scientific method. Yeah, all because the, they're... A lot of the times they were trying to reach answers through, essentially, logic within your mind. And yeah. sometimes you need empiricism and experimentation to do that but they came up with those two so didn't come up with they just okay i'll stop talking uh great i would i would want to take just based on your thing i'd want to just take sigmund freud out of time and also make him like make him meet your plato and just have both of them together be like we get them to meet first and then we show them a psychology textbook (laughs) (laughs) what the heck Uh, I would... And neuro photos. I'm pretty sure we just did pick two characters that Bill and Ted take to the present day in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I think I fell asleep watching that. Yeah, well, we we, we basically just accidentally stumbled onto that. Perfect. I I want to show Plato a movie theater because one of his biggest things was the, uh... Plato had a billion biggest things. But one thing that's really, uh trapped in our cultural consciousness is the parable of the cave and basically uh having people who are trapped in a cave looking at shadows cast onto a wall from a light source behind them with things held up in front of it and the people would be like yes this is reality reality are these shadows on the wall and i'd want to take him to a movie theater because that is exactly what those are what are you writing down no more <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll stop talking about Plato. Uh, okay, theoretical question. Your turn. No, I'm good. You're done? Oh, you just want the podcast to end? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, this has been a uh, probably more rambly episode of the Cry Mit Mode podcast. If you want to reach out to us to, I don't know, really say anything... Want to say hi and have us say hi back? Yeah. Then you can email us at cry.mit.mode at gmail.com. That's cry with a K, by the way, but, you know. And mit with two T's. Mit with two T's. Uh, every two Fridays, 
Every second Friday. <laughs> Every two Fridays. Every second Friday, we stream on Twitch on uh, the account I Apologize Profusely. And uh, we stream My Girlfriend's Not Gonna Like This Game. So I'm really hoping to turn you around on the concept of video games at some point. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. There's nothing on it yet. We're working on it. And then we have... Uh, well, actually, if, if, if we are up on something like iTunes by the time you hear this, then feel free to leave a review on anything. And we're available on most podcast options now. And if you can like and subscribe because you enjoy this, please mm-hmm. do. Yeah, click that thumb at the bottom of this. Oh, this isn't YouTube. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. I got it. Yay!